Welcome to episode three of the Stressed Out Dads podcast, where we touch on serious, humorous, and what-if situations that affect dads and men in general. I'm your host, Chad Patterson, and with me is my co-host, Tim Beecham. What's up, Tim? Hey, what's going on there, Chad? You ready? I'm ready, man. How about you? I stay ready, man. I hear you, brother. All right, man. Uh, first topic I want to get into, what's your outlook on paddling being brought back into schools this is a topic that's been going around here lately uh do you think paddling should be brought back into schools Uh, i give it two thumbs up Uh, i think it should be brought back i think so too now why do you think it should be brought back well you know i got paddling i'm sure you got several of them when you was in school (laughs) (laughs) i might have got one i got a few not 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 several i got a few though I think two, three times a week counts as several. But if you really want to <laughs> get down to it, I think that now when I say paddling, I think that we have to define uh, for our air versus today, not beat, but discipline. It was done in a disciplined way. We're not even allowed to paddle our kids at home now. So I guess the thing might be it should be brought back in school and at home. <laughs> I agree. These, these kids nowadays are out of hand. I think that they're soft. It's soft like Dollar General cotton. Uh, I think they could. They need to toughen up all the way around. I think it should be brought back to for the fact that these teachers don't need to have to worry about teaching your kid and then also disciplining your kid and teaching your kid how to have the right manners and how they should act in school. That that starts at home. I think that, like you said, this this paddling will it is start getting these kids to straighten up in school. Because there's a lot of kids these days. You know, when we was young and growing up, man, you better not come sideways or um, disrespectful to an adult, man. No, you know, no. uh, you, I always brought up to respect our elders. And I think there's one big problem with some of the younger generation. I'm not saying all of the younger generation, but with some of these, the younger generation, they don't respect their elders, man. They think they know more. They think they know better. And I think, again, that bringing paddling back in school would be a good way to straighten their asses up. Um, in episode one, you emphasized curse words. I just want to put that in there that you just dropped that, the A-bomb. <laughs> I just want to drop that in there. You you, you, you would try to get slick and uh, point that out, wouldn't you? Oh, that ain't slick. I'm just saying, you, you the, you're the man, you know, and uh, you set the rules. And I just wanted to point that out there that I haven't dropped one curse word yet. And I want to mark this episode three because um, on this episode, I think this is going to be a historical episode because I'm sure um, Children's Services is going to be giving us both a call after hearing this episode. <laughs> <laughs> because we, we, you and I both are condoning bringing paddling back to school and in the household. So I'm pretty sure they're going to come and check us out, see what's oh, going well, they, on. They can come and check me out because I spanked my kids uh, when I was raised, when we was raising them up when they were small. Yeah, I spanked my kids. Uh, I'd never beat a child in my life. I just want to. <laughs> Uh, I, I make them stand in the corner and wear dunce caps. That's what I, I do. So abusing your children, how do you feel about that? Abu- that's not abuse, brother. Oh, well, what do you call it? I'm just playing devil's advocate, devil's advocate. I call it discipline. Good well, old-fashioned discipline. Well, if they were to bring paddling back in school today, like, like it was a start, let, let's say it was coming up this Monday, they were going to bring paddling back in school. Um, 
what would constitute your child getting a paddle and you would be okay with it? You know, just showing, not showing the teacher respect. That, in my opinion, would be, which my kids wouldn't do this, but, you know, cussing out the teacher or cussing at the teacher or smart-mouthing the teacher, you know, something like that. To me, that would constitute a paddling in school. Okay, that, that leads me to, you know I'm only playing devil's advocate because I, I think that if not paddling, school needs stronger discipline, but I think a lot of yeah. teachers are scared now with all the mass shootings and everything going mm-hmm. on. Yeah. They're scared to even tell a kid to sit out. <laughs> Pointing on what you just said with the shootings and things, I do agree with paddling being brought back into school, but every kid's not like my kid. My kids, they mess up, they get a paddling, they already know that me and their mom would be, you know, for if it was justified, would be okay with it. But it's kids out there that's not like my kids. You paddle them kids and you might have some problems, not only from the kids, but the the kids' family. You might have some big problems on your hand because of that, because kids are brought up different than we are. I brought my kids up like I brought, like I came up, but not everybody came up like I did. Right, right. You know, I came up, me and you both, I can speak for us both, we came up with respect instilled in us. Not every child is brought up like that. Well, let me ask you this, because I'm just going by some of the, when I was uh, researching the subject matter, some of the things that I came across. And one of the things was, in what grade, if you believe that you should be able to bring paddling back in school, in what grades should it start in until what grade? I mean, honestly, man, I remember getting my first paddling in school when I was in third grade. Would you say preschool? <laughs> I didn't hear you. See, you said, like you I didn't preschool. go to preschool, man. That was you. That was you right there. Um, I'm going to say at least fourth or fifth grade. Okay, okay. And do you think uh, all the way into high school is feasible, or, or what should be the cutoff point where that type of discipline is no longer acceptable? I say freshman year, it should be a um, a different type of discipline applied not uh, and not paddling. Okay, okay. Now, what is your opinion on it? What what age do you think it should be applied? Well, all jokes aside, you know, when I when I think about the subject matter, and like I said, uh, looking into it, I understand both sides because, like, one side argues yes, it should be in there because it instills what the parents do at home. It's, it's like uh, the rules are falling all the way to school instead of having a different set of rules, right? And um, it, they even went as far to talk about um parents that weren't together that the rules should be the same if you're paddling in one household it should be in the other and they okayed it in school and they even brought up uh, that you know the parents should have to sign off on what stipulates a paddling and the teacher or the school and the parent are on the same page like uh, talking in class how many warnings do you get before it merits a paddling and if the kid is paddled the parents should be notified that this is what happened today and this is why it happened Today, so this way you kind of got to you kind of have a checks and balances there, and I believe right. that um another thing that I I kind of thought about that a one of the people posted in the forums is if your child is acting out in school and needs a paddling, does that reflect on their upbringing at home? Which for me, I, you know, my mom was stern, you know what I mean, and uh I, my my dad wasn't around as much, but it was a single parent household. And my mother was stern, so I, I I don't blame my acting out on her. I was always like making jokes, kind of like I do now. I, I'm always making jokes and stuff like that in class, and I yeah. 
But you know, most of the time I got a paddle, and I know you're not probably not going to believe this. Nobody's going to believe this. It seemed like I was always accused of something that I didn't do the majority of the time. Like, I remember a friend of mine asked me to pass this note to a girl, and I got caught passing it to her. So it looked like when the teacher took it and read it out loud, it, it looked like you. I did it. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. I, I remember that was my first time. Well, I was warned about other stuff, blowing spitballs and stuff like that. And um, it, it seemed like I was always, like, like I guess if you want to call it the class clown, I was always goofing off and joking and stuff. And that's what I, I mainly got in trouble for. But I, I believe that if everybody's on the same page, like the one um, uh, mother in the forum was talking about, because I do believe there has to be some kind of discipline in the school. Because and, and, yeah. I think that they're taking away things instead of modifying what they already had. I mean, when you take away, you know, the Pledge of Allegiance, the prayers, the, you yeah. know, uh, the kids just, they're moving the line back and allowing the kids to be more aggressive and more aggressive. Because I know when I got a paddling, no matter how upset I may have been about it in school, I never thought, I'm going to come to school and kill everybody. I never, no. you know, it never even crossed my mind. Me, me either. And really, it may be too late for using paddling as a form of discipline in school. It may be. No, it may be. That's one thing. It may be. Look at, but I tell you what, I would like. I would like to hear what some of the listeners have to say and why, if they can uh, leave a comment or post or whatever we have going on to this podcast and let us know what they think about paddling in school. I think that'll be pretty good. I agree. Oh, what's up, pimp? This is Chad from Stressed Out Dads. If you're a DIY dad like me, you got to have the right tool for the job. And my number one tool for auto repair is the Milwaukee M18 Fuel Mid-Torque Impact Wrench. Man, you gotta get one of these. The included red lithium battery delivers more power and runtime for longer use. Its Power State Brussels motor puts out up to 2,400 RPMs, delivering up to 450 foot-pounds of fastening torque and 600 foot-pounds of nut-busting torque. Worried that a job may be too much for this tool to handle? Don't. The built-in Red Link Plus technology prevents damage to the tool and battery due to overloading or overheating. It also comes with a built-in LED to illuminate your work area and also includes a carrying case, charger, and a second battery. If you want to find out more about this awesome tool, visit stressedoutdads.com forward slash Milwaukee. Welcome back to the Stressed Out Dads podcast. Before the break, we covered... Paddling in school and should should paddling be brought back into school? So we're gonna hop into this uh this next topic, man. What is that? Do you feel it's right to force your political beliefs on your children? Let me be a little bit more specific. If you're a Republican and you vote Republican every um election, and when your children become of age to vote. They vote Democrat. Do you think it's okay for you to be upset with that and to say if you don't vote Republican like we've always voted, then it's a problem? Well, I think if you jump in your kids and they do what I say or else in that situation, because by this time they're they're pretty much grown, even though even though they still may be living at home. But I, I think. If you are a uh, fast food worker, then chances are your your, your child's going to grow up to be somewhere around there. If you're a farmer, your right. child's going to end up being a farmer. If you're an engineer, your child is going to be interested in some of that. So for the most part, it's, it's not a fast rule. 
But I, I believe if, and in my opinion, if you've done a good job as a parent, you want your child to learn how to think and make decisions on their own. And you may not agree with all the decisions that your child makes, but I think you should respect the decisions that they make. But you're, you're right. I do see parents say, oh, my God, I can't believe my kid's a Democrat or a Republican. And, you know, I see them go mm-hmm. off, and some of them won't, won't even speak to each other. So, you know. Right. I know you yeah. had told me a story about how this all came about. You told me a story a few months back, maybe, about uh, somebody mm-hmm. you knew that it was like that. It came to my ears that two parents, a you know, husband and wife, their oldest child voted Democrat and they kicked that child out of the house. So the um, next to the oldest child voted Democrat, but tried to hide it. And the parents found out and took the keys to the car, made them quit their sports team and the whole nine. Do you know, do you know how old these kids were in that situation? I know that one is 18. Now, the, the oldest, I don't know how old the oldest is. Well, I think it's safe to say that the oldest was probably somewhere in their 20s, I would imagine. Yeah. And, and I think it's a good thing that the parents at least taught them about registering to vote and, and how to follow uh, the political parties in order for them to even make a decision. Right. You know, as you're growing up, there's some things where you, you want to be just like your parents. You emulate your parents. You Your speech, everything you do comes from your parents. Then there comes a point once you start building other social circles. In some cases, those other social circles become a bigger influence than your actual parents. And I thought about when you told me the story um, initially about the parents being upset because the the child voted the opposite of their beliefs. It was almost like um, growing up in a Catholic family and somebody says, hey, I'm going to become Muslim. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, It it would be, it would cause some problems in that household. You know, oh, yeah, sure. definitely would. And, and I think that that comes from your sphere of influence in which you're around and it starts to form who you are, you know, your beliefs and your references. Right. Well, let me ask you this. I, 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 whatever side that you, you and your wife vote on, what if your children voted the opposite, how would you handle that? Me and my wife are one party and my daughter's not. She votes another party. Okay. But like I told her, just make sure that the decisions that you're making on why you're voting this party is for the right reasons and your reasons, as in don't let just because the friend is voting this party or friend feels this way that you have to feel the same way that they do because that's being a follower and not a leader. Yep. Let, let me play devil's advocate again and take the same scenario where we we talked about people that kicked their kids out of the house, disowned them, took the car away and stuff like that. Now, I yeah. know that you yeah. and your wife were brought up. You, you, it's a Christian household over there in the Patterson household, or, or, or at least as close yeah. to Christianity as you can get. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Because one of y'all are sinner, but we're not going to go with all that. We're going to go with a... What if, uh, and your son, I'll just pick on your son because I know the, the relationship you have with your son. What if he came home and said, mm-hmm. Dad, I've been thinking about it, and I think I want to be Muslim. Would you allow that? Would you allow him to practice the, the oh Muslim my faith? Gosh, man, you put me. Um. <laughs> well, I'm just saying that because a lot of people say, oh, you know, I raise my kids to, to make their own decisions and I support their decisions, but do you really? You know what I mean? 
I would definitely want to know why and where it came from. First, I want to know why. What what makes you now want to move from being a Christian to being Muslim? Well, you know he's only Christian because he grew up in a Christian household. That's what he was exposed to. Well, that's what he was taught, yeah. And, I, and the only reason I, I say Muslim of all other religions is because even for our listeners, we know that that's way at the other end of the spectrum. At least that's the way the media portrays it. Right. They're actually a lot, a lot closer than you would think. But if he says, Dad, you know, I read about it. I studied it. I looked at it. I, You know, I... I think this is something I want to give a try. Would you support him in his effort to try? Um, well, here's the uppercut. Do you think that you and your wife would support him? <laughs> Man, I can't totally, <laughs> I can't totally speak for my wife, but I think she would. I think she'd have a, she'd have a time with it. Again, I would want to know why he would want to go that route, but, Again, I mean, I, I feel we both would support him, but I would also do my best to guide him yeah. in making the right decisions when it comes to being in that religion. Well, I guess that, that's all that you can do at the end of the day. But I just wanted to see what you had to say when you took the same principles uh, as uh, and applied it to me. Well, uh, of my life. Well, just anybody, you know, uh, our listeners too, because they may say, well, it's okay if I'm Republican and my son's a Democrat or my kids are Democrats. I have no problem with that. Mm-hmm. And when you take that, if you, because uh, I know I try to raise my son to, to make decisions. I've always instilled in him, son, life's all about decisions. The decisions you make today is going to affect you way down the road. So are you going to always make the best decision? No. No. Is what you do with the decision you made that makes a difference. So if he came in and he voted another party, oh, we're going to sit down, we're going to discuss it, because you're just not going to come home and tell me something and not be able to defend your point of view. And that goes for anything, whether he wanted a different religion or if he said my son came home and decided one day he was gay, which I, I wouldn't like. I have nothing against being gay, but I think every man wants his son to be, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I'm... But I, if he came home and said, like, Dad, hey, I, I think I'm gay, I would like to, we have to discuss this. You know what I mean? I, I want to understand your point of view and how did you derive to this decision. And that's for anything, religion, politics, anything. But I can't think of anything that my son could come home and say that would make me kick him out or punish him just because no. his beliefs didn't align with mine. Yeah, me either. Well, I could play devil's advocate again. I got some good ones, but... uh. I'm tired of putting you on the hook, man. I'm going to let you off the hook on, on this episode anyway and save some for future episodes. <laughs> well, well, I appreciate that, just, just recapping, your wife going to beat you down when you said that she agree with you because I do not believe <laughs> your wife is going for her son, her baby, coming home, said, hey, mom, I'm Muslim. I think it's going to be some holy water coming out of her purse. <laughs> I think it's going to be some... Uh, Spanking and, and Pal is definitely coming back in the house. <laughs> it's definitely that day. <laughs> I mean, I, like I said, man, I think she's going to have a time with it, man. I mean. Well, I like the way you put it because you don't want Pal to come back in the house in your direction. So I, I respect the way you put it. I respect that. Because I know, like I know, if your son came home, or your son or daughter for that fact, come home and said, hey, mom, dad. Uh, I think I want to practice um, being uh, the nation of Islam or being Muslim. 
your wife ain't letting nothing but Jesus up in the house. You know what I mean? <laughs> ain't going to be nothing else. No Buddha, no nothing's coming up in that house. Right, right. So, And if you try to talk her out of that, she ain't hear none of that. It's going to be you and whichever kid in the tent outside. You know what I mean? So, so, but I like the way you try to, you know, for the podcast. On, I got man. to keep it real for the podcast, brother. <laughs> Hi, Miss Patterson. Just want to say the truth that out there. Let let that be heard. I want you to know I'm on your side in these episodes. <laughs> Thank you. That's it for me. All right. On that note, I think we're going to wrap it up, Timbo. All right. Thank you all for listening. Remember to like, share, and comment on our podcast and tell your friends and family about it. Again, I'm your host, Chad Patterson, and my co-host, Tim B. here. I'll see you guys in episode four. Y'all take care and be safe out there.